the exact type and quantity of the special materials your personal chemical factory needs are unique to you. Too much or too little and you have an imbalance or an overload, which can cause a lot of anxiety. If you adjust these special materials, you can heal the anxiety by eliminating the imbalance or overload. You're listening to Eat for Life, the show that aims to help you identify the root causes of what ails you so you can heal and live the life you are meant for. I'm your host, Sammy G. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm so excited for the second episode in my series on anxiety. In my first episode of this series that dropped on January 1st, I talked about what happens to your body under stress and the role your gut microbiome plays in this process, as well as why your dietary choices are so important. I discussed how hormones released during a stress response, such as epinephrine, norepinephrine, and dopamine, can promote the growth of certain pathogenic organisms, such as E. coli, salmonella, and H. pylori, as well as opportunistic bacteria, such as pseudomonas, Klebsiella, and yeast, such as candida. Furthermore, these stress hormones can also increase the formation of biofilms and the virulence of microbes, leading to heightened anxiety and panic attacks. So today I'm talking about the biochemical imbalances I treat in my clinic that have a tremendous impact on anxiety. But before I dive in, I want you to think of your brain as a chemical factory, This factory requires special materials to function optimally so that neurotransmitters, hormones, and enzymes are balanced and perform the way they should. The special materials your own chemical factory requires are nutrients, such as vitamins, minerals, and amino acids. Nutrients are substances that provide nourishment essential for growth and the maintenance of life. Our bodies were created to thrive on them, and when we become deficient, many disorders and conditions that impact the brain and body develop. The exact type and quantity of the special materials your personal chemical factory needs are unique to you. Too much or too little, and you have an imbalance or an overload, which can cause a lot of anxiety. If you adjust these special materials, you can heal the anxiety by eliminating the imbalance or overload. Now, of course, we all have anxiety from time to time, myself included, but chronic anxiety and panic attacks that seemingly come out of nowhere require deeper investigation. Understanding your unique biochemistry, meaning the nutrient imbalances and overloads within your body is a powerful pathway to healing. Now let's take a deep dive into the common conditions I treat in my practice that can cause anxiety. First up is methylation, which is a chemical reaction that occurs in every cell and tissue in the body, except for red blood cells. It regulates many substances that are necessary for the body to function. Our bodies possess an on-off switch for certain hormones, neurotransmitters, enzymes, and various chemicals known as methyl groups. A methyl group is made up of one carbon atom bonded with three hydrogen atoms. These methyl groups can drastically alter how you think, feel, and act, and have a powerful impact on the in utero environment, which is intimately connected to the nutrients taken in from our mothers. During the methylation process, methyl groups are added to our DNA. 
Methyl groups control DNA by binding to a gene and telling it whether or not to express itself. Methyl groups bind differently to DNA depending on which type of cell it is. For example, methyl groups will bind differently in a skin cell versus a liver cell. This is one of the ways the liver cell knows it's a liver cell. Enzymes, hormones, neurotransmitters, and genes are all proteins and as a result are affected by methylation. Methylation is profoundly connected to mental health and is one of several epigenetic mechanisms that cells use to control gene expression. The methylation cycle is a series of biochemical pathways that influence every body system, especially detoxification, energy production, and immune system function. When these pathways are out of balance, they can negatively affect neurotransmitter activity and development. For example, if serotonin and dopamine are not properly methylated, they will become inactive, which in turn can lead to a lot of anxiety. An analogy I like to give to my clients is that unbalanced methylation is like driving on I-405 in Los Angeles. There are tons of blocked exits, accidents that slow and stop traffic, detours, and of course, angry drivers. If you've ever had to drive I-405, you know what I mean. If this happens inside your body, toxins build up and eventually cause cognitive dysregulation and disease. For example, in normal methylation, the body naturally converts certain toxic amino acids, such as homocysteine, into beneficial ones. For those of us with an impaired methylation cycle, this process becomes gridlocked and congested, just like I-405, resulting in the beneficial amino acids being unable to protect us. When methylation is not balanced, it has two variables, over and under methylation. Now let's start with undermethylation, a condition I was born with and one that runs in my family. Now remember those methyl groups I mentioned? Well, we don't make enough of them on our own, and without them, our body's ability to create adequate levels of the neurotransmitters serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine is significantly diminished. If you're undermethylated, you're likely to be a high achiever, constantly striving for greater levels of career accomplishment. Entrepreneurs, corporate executives, professional athletes, doctors, lawyers, and producers all fit this type. Despite all your accomplishments and accolades, you struggle with anxiety and severe inner turmoil, yet remain calm on the outside. Highly perfectionistic, no detail goes unnoticed. You have obsessive-compulsive tendencies you can't seem to shake that drive you and the people in your life nuts. Even with poor concentration, ritualistic behaviors make you feel in control, and you have a tendency toward addiction. Undermethylators have a genetic tendency to be very low in calcium, magnesium, methionine, and vitamin B6. Side note, these are the special materials I mentioned earlier. With excessive levels of folate, which is why vegan diets are not good choices for us. This is because all forms of folate eventually strip methyl at the level of DNA. And when I say all forms of folate, this includes not only dietary, but also supplemental forms, such as methylfolate and folinic acid, which can cause a lot of anxiety for us. By the way, undermethylation makes up the majority of methylation imbalances, with now over half the population affected. It is also an underlying component of autism. 
Also, keep in mind there is no one-size-fits-all here. For example, if you are undermethylated and have elevated homocysteine that requires the use of one or more forms of folate to lower, that must also be taken into consideration for healing to occur. If you've ever wished you could just find that one thing that's causing your suffering, you're not alone. We've all hoped for a magic pill that will fix that one root cause of our pain. But I'm here to tell you there is no such thing as one root cause. I blame influencer marketing and Dr. Google for selling us on these magic pills. They claim to have the answers to all our health problems, yet few people get well from their guidance. In fact, most of the time, I see people getting worse from their guidance because they keep falling down the rabbit hole of information overload that may or may not apply to them. This process is terribly draining on your pocketbook, as well as physical and emotional health, not to mention what can happen if a diet or supplement is not appropriate for your chemistry. If you're ready to start the healing process, I invite you to book a complimentary consultation with me to see how I can help you overcome things like hormonal imbalances, ADHD, chronic fatigue, depression, anxiety, brain fog, and digestive distress. Go to eat4.life, then click on the free consultation button to book your complimentary discovery call. Now let's talk about overmethylation. The opposite of undermethylation, overmethylators have a genetic tendency to make too many methyl groups, which creates excessive levels of the important neurotransmitters serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine, which leads to hyperexcitability in the brain and very high anxiety. Overmethylators do not respond well to serotonin-enhancing substances such as Prozac, Zoloft, St. John's Wort, and SAMe, which can make them suicidal. As an overmethylator, you're likely to be the creative, sensitive type that marches to the beat of your own drum with high empathy for others. You may have had little motivation for scholastic achievements in school because you had trouble sitting still. Additionally, something I often see in this biotype is brilliant musical and artistic abilities. Physically, you may be overweight with a pear-shaped body, but not always, have heavy body hair, and upper body, head, and neck pain. Paranoia and sleeping problems are also commonly seen in this methylation biotype. Overmethylators have a genetic tendency to be very low in folate and vitamin B6, in addition to other important nutrients, which is why a predominantly high folate, plant-based diet with small amounts of protein is better for these individuals. Now let's discuss copper. I've talked a lot about copper in previous episodes, which I will link to in the show notes. Copper and estrogen share an intimate relationship with one another because estrogen increases copper retention in the body, which is why females, especially those on birth control, make up the majority of this condition. Often hereditary, copper toxicity is an inability to eliminate excess copper effectively. It is not the same as Wilson's disease, which is a rare genetic disorder. Copper toxicity profoundly affects every system in the body, especially the reproductive, nervous, and glandular systems. It also has a devastating effect on mental health because it lowers dopamine, the neurotransmitter that controls the brain's pleasure and reward centers, and increases norepinephrine, a neurotransmitter that also functions as a stress hormone in the brain. 
When this occurs, I often see very high anxiety and panic disorders. Menstrual irregularities are also connected to copper overload, with symptoms often occurring after a hormonal event, such as puberty, pregnancy, or menopause. Copper is especially disrupted to the adrenal glands, which make the stress hormone cortisol. This constant agitation leads to dysregulation of cortisol production, causing the body to go into fight and flight. Postpartum depression and psychosis are directly connected to elevated levels of copper, especially with multiple births, because copper levels increase with each pregnancy and do not go back to normal post-birth. As a metal, copper is a conductor of energy, which can cause insomnia, racing thoughts, heart palpitations, and dizziness, especially after insertion of a copper IUD or oral contraceptive, symptoms all of my female clients have complained about after trying these methods of birth control. Copper and zinc work in tandem with each other to control the overgrowth of fungal, yeast, and parasitic infections. Without the proper ratio, these types of infections can become chronic and difficult to eliminate. And as I shared in my last episode, gut infections can also cause a lot of anxiety. Now let's move on to zinc. I call zinc a master mineral because it's needed for your body to produce enzymes, antioxidants, such as glutathione and metallothionine, neurotransmitters, and hormones. Zinc is critical for digestion and assimilation, feeling joyful and happy, producing healthy babies, a balanced menstrual cycle, and good sleep, to name a few. It enhances resistance to stress, as well as helps to maintain intellectual function, memory, and mood levels. Zinc plays a key role in cell development and gene expression, and when deficient, the result is a wide variety of mental and physical health challenges with chronic anxiety at the top of the list. In fact, zinc deficiency is by far the most frequently observed chemical imbalance in mental health because zinc is needed to make neurotransmitters such as GABA, which is a calming neurotransmitter that is often deficient in individuals that struggle with a lot of anxiety. Zinc is also a critical factor in pre- and postnatal development because zinc deficiency can be passed from parent to child. This significantly affects not only growth, development, and immune function, but your child's ability to think, feel, and act, which can lead to behavioral disorders, ADHD, autism, and anxiety and panic disorders. Zinc deficiency in parents prior to conception can cause miscarriage, fetal growth restrictions, learning disabilities, mental health challenges, and can even influence gender. This is because it takes more zinc to create a male than a female. While there is no way to determine gender, I almost always see zinc deficiency in couples that miscarry males and only produce girls. I also see zinc deficiency in people with strong sensitivities, frequent infections, anorexia, poor memory and concentration, depression and anxiety, poor immune function, suicidal tendencies, and pale skin. And lastly, let's move on to a condition called pyral disorder, also known as pyroluria, which is a mood and stress disorder. It is often an inherited condition in Northern European people groups, such as the Irish, Scottish, English, Welsh, and Scandinavian, especially those with light features, blonde or red hair, blue or green eyes, and fair skin. Pyro molecules are constantly excreted in our urine, and for the typical person, this is not a big deal. 
However, for someone with pyrrole disorder, nutrient deficiencies occur because these molecules have an affinity for zinc and vitamin B6 and latch onto and excrete them in the urine before the body is able to absorb them. And as I mentioned previously, when zinc and B6 are low, high anxiety often results. Another feature of pyrrole disorder is a deficiency in the arachidonic acid pathway, which is a polyunsaturated omega-6 essential fatty acid. And unsaturated fatty acids are especially important because they provide fluidity to cell membranes and assist in communication between brain cells. For the pyroloric individual, however, they already have adequate amounts of omega-3 fatty acids, but are incredibly deficient in arachidonic acid, which is why they tend to worsen on fish oil, DHA, and EPA supplements. This is the reason I'm always sharing that omega-3 fatty acids aren't for everyone, despite general recommendations to the contrary. Omega-6 essential fatty acids are essential for normal growth and development, regulating metabolism, maintaining the reproductive system, skin and hair growth, as well as maintaining bone health. Omega-6s have gotten a bad reputation due to their abundance in junk foods and industrialized vegetable seed oils, which I, of course, don't recommend. However, it is unfortunate that a one-sided view of them has led many people to think all of them are bad, which has resulted in extreme avoidance and, even worse, increased deficiencies. Symptoms of this disorder are typically most evident in toddlers and teenagers who have not yet learned how to cope with the resulting behaviors this disorder creates. I believe this is where the term terrible twos comes from. Pyroloric individuals are severely depressed in zinc and vitamin B6, as I shared a moment ago, and zinc and vitamin B6 are critical for a healthy immune system, neurotransmitter balance, as well as maintaining intellectual function, mood, and memory, to name a few. Low levels of these important nutrients result in high irritability and temper, poor stress control, memory and concentration problems, severe mood swings, anxiety, and depression. Pyral disorder is connected to a variety of symptoms and disorders from stretch marks, light sensitivity, nausea, and night owl tendencies, to multiple sclerosis and rapid cycling bipolar disorder. In fact, I often see rapid cycling bipolar disorder and people that are severely pyroloric. Often genetically inherited, I regularly see it when there is a long line of family alcoholism coupled with explosive anger and rage. Irish drinking and fiery redhead jokes all have their roots in pyroloria. Although we just skimmed the surface of these imbalances, if you'd like to learn more, I've created a cookbook for each of them that contain delicious recipes as well as more in-depth explanations and research, which I'll link to in the show notes. Thanks for being with me today. I look forward to being with you again in two weeks as we continue my discussion on anxiety and why you may want to consider medications as another underlying cause. I believe sharing is caring, so I have a favor to ask. If my show is helpful to you, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a rating and review in iTunes. It is through sharing that we create community, eliminate guilt and shame, and bring about healing. Thank you in advance for taking three minutes out of your day to support my show so others can find me. Don't miss an episode of Eat for Life. Be sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast player.